0: I've got a Hall of Famer with me, folks. More specifically, one of the greatest players in the history of the game, Rick Barry, Golden State Warriors legend, joins me next to break down how the Warriors are doing. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. You can follow Hall of Famer Rick Barry on all social media platforms at Rick24Barry. You can follow me, Cyrus Sotsis, on Twitter at Dog Surf Road Show. Rick, how are you doing, sir? How is the offseason treating you? And what are your first impressions for a day after your birthday? we're well, recording this, by the way, so happy birthday as well, sir. Uh, what well, are your you. initial impressions of the Golden State Warriors with five games remaining in the season?
1: Well, First of all, I have to say I I would normally have Warriors stuff on, but I have to have the University of Miami stuff on of because course, they're going yeah. to the Final Four. I'm very proud of what they're accomplishing. What Jim Laranaga has done, so I wish them well. And uh, I, you know, the Warriors I feel like Groundhog Day when it comes to the Warriors with Bill Murray. <laughs> Is that it? Seems like we keep talking about the same story. Are they ever going to actually learn how to play better defense consistently on the road uh, and? And they kind of forgot about it in the first half of the game last night. Oh, my God. You want to talk about a Jekyll and Hyde game? I mean, Mr. Hyde raised his ugly head last night in the first half. I mean, that was embarrassing what they were doing. I mean, they had gotten to, like, 13 turnovers so fast it was – you had your head spinning. But, man, you got to give them credit, though. I mean, that's the thing about this team. When they get focused and they lock down, like you say, lockdown warriors get locked down on trying to play good team defense. They are so explosive. And it just remind me of some of the past championship teams that they had, especially if, you know, or some of the earlier ones where, oh my God, they're down 12, 14. Next thing you know, they're up six. I mean, they <laughs> are just incredibly explosive. They're like a volcano that just decides to erupt. But it's very frustrating if you're a fan Mm-hmm. because you don't know what this team who's going to show up on any given night you know they're going to get a better effort at home usually but last night I'm sure in the first half, the people are going do they think they're on the road what's the deal with this game um, but yeah they're they're amazing they really are and so it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, you know I'm hearing that Wiggins is going to come back uh, but how much has he been playing what kind of shape is he going to be in? how sharp is he going to be Uh, those are all unknowns. Nobody has any idea how that's going to be. Uh, I hope he does come back and, you know, at least have some games to get under his belt before you go into the playoffs. And then it's a matter of where are they going to finish and who's going to be their first round opponent. Um, I have never in all the years I followed the NBA, I have never seen such a race for the top. Well, now with the playoff games, the top 10 spots, hell, you go beyond 10 to 11 and 12 and there's only one or two games Separating these three games actually from if you go down and look at the stuff, you go yeah, between fourth place and eleventh place or twelfth place. I mean, there's only like well, there's four or five games there, but when you start getting seven, eight, nine, ten, or even the six, the Warriors are 37, Clippers at 36. You know Phoenix at thirty five. I mean, my God! I mean, you you go on a three game losing streak, you might be out of
0: the playoffs. <laughs> yes, sir. With it, we uh, if, you know I I haven't heard at all that that uh, Andrew Wiggins might be coming back. Is this like a breaking piece of information? You're, you're I'm, I'm, I'm not
1: hearing. saying anything. I'm just, I just said I I heard that Wiggins is going to come back. That's all, all right. I said. I mean, now I'm I'm hoping that's true. I don't yeah, know. But- I mean, I'm not I'm not clairvoyant by any stretch of the imagination. I do hear a number of things. I do know a few people. Uh, uh, you know, we talked about this before. It's it's been one of the real mysteries, you know, trying to figure out why, what the yeah. why? I mean, but hey, it's all done. It's in the past. It doesn't matter. The big thing is 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 the word now, not why is he going to return is yeah. and, and and the was- I don't think there's any chance of them winning without him coming back
0: and being able to play at a high level. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And you know the why of it. I mean, uh, you know, the team themselves have said it's it's related to his family. I've also heard that it has something to do not with him per se. So I'm really hoping whatever it is, his kids are okay. If that's what this inference is, whoever it's involving, let's just hope they're okay, and let's hope Andrew comes back. Um, but that's yeah. Let's that's that's fanta- If that's true, that's phenomenal news because the Warriors desperately need him with five games remaining. Uh, if you're the if you're the head, let's say let's play a a a a fantasy simulation here. Let's say you are the GM and the head coach of the golden state warriors. What would you do differently? Let's say you're in complete control and you're, you're, you're looking at what the team is doing right now. Like what would you do differently than what's going on in the present form? Well, the bottom
1: line is, is that I wasn't there and I don't know all the inside things that was going on. I mean, seriously, I can't, I can't come up and say, well, if they'd done this and done that, because I don't know, The truth of what actually transpired with the wiseman situation that's the one that is so perplexing to me in doing it and then you know you even played when we were on before doing a show maybe on one of our mic'd up shows that we did uh, talking about the video the the audio clip that we had of bob myers talking about something is as if well you know, yeah, you want to do this, but, you know, you got to play the guy and he wasn't getting played. And then then he then he's going out and he was he's actually, you know, putting up some pretty nice numbers when he got, got traded and doing some stuff. So you can only learn so much and get improved so much. By sitting and watching you got right. to play. You have to be out there under fire. You have to be able to play. You have to be able to experience it firsthand. He has never had a chance to do very much of that in the first, in these number of years that he's come out to play, even back in college. So he is really, you talk about a, a possible diamond in the rough. I mean, there's no telling what he might be able to turn into if he stays healthy. And that's another one. That one goes back to the same situation that we're talking about with Wiggins. Remember, how in the hell is he out if he had a cartilage problem? We right. never did get a real answer to what was going on with that. Just like we've never gotten an answer to what's really happening with Wiggins. And so it's not fair to anyone to like, but these other guys don't care. The talking heads, they they have their freaking. Oh yeah. No, they like, they got all the freaking answers. How the hell do you make an evaluation and come up with a valid opinion about something when you don't really know what the hell has been going on? <laughs> right,
0: right, right. And you're Wait. referring to the, the cartilage thing with Wiseman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it you know the, the, some people speculated that maybe that they just felt he wasn't ready last year, and, and it was had more to do with his mental preparation. But I agree, there's been a lot of mystery shrouded around a lot that's going on with the Golden State Warriors. Um, what what was your reaction by the way to to Draymond Green last night? Uh, you know, and, and we've got a ticker down here by the way. You mentioned the Mic'd Up app. This is a new venture that uh you and some business partners have launched. Um, and this is where the Rick Barry Show uh is is prominently featured in fact the live version of the rick berry show is broadcasted on the mic up app uh it's if you're watching this on youtube it's scrolling on the bottom of the screen um and it gives you a chance to watch some other shows on there as well right on your phone you could submit questions for rick berry and myself to answer during the show um so download the mic up app it's an awesome uh, new platform uh for for some great shows and great content um what's your opinion of draymond green uh there's some speculation that this might be his last year with the Warriors. Uh, he has a player option after this season. He asked for a max extension before the season started. Uh, the Warriors said no to that. Um, you know he, he could opt out and be a free agent after this season. Um, last night we saw vintage Draymond, where he was playing the mental warfare with the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, but he's also kind of regressed a little bit. I don't know if he's the same Draymond that we've we've known in years past. Maybe it's just the burden of being one of the very few bigs on this roster. Uh, what are you seeing with Draymond? Is he the same old same old and do you worry about him leaving? Your thoughts, sir?
1: Well, you're never going to be the same as you were, you know, three, four years earlier. I mean, you, you get older and you lose a little bit, you know, quarter of a step, half a step, whatever it may be, you know, jump as high, you're not quite as fast. Uh, but if you understand the game like he does, then you maintain a relatively high level of performance. And he's still been able to do that. I mean, he's still, you know, shooting the ball, you know, halfway decent from three-point range and maybe not quite as good a defender or rebounder as he used to be, um, but he's still a factor now. Uh, He's made a ton of money, whether he deserves uh, getting a max contract now at his age. That's asking a lot, you know, I mean, that's asking a lot of a player at at that stage. The big thing is, I would think if I were him, he's got enough money to live multiple lifetimes. So (laughs) do you want to stay on a team where you know the guys and you know that you have a chance to still be successful and have fun playing the game, a fun way to play it when they play it properly? Or do you want to go off someplace just to make some more money and never see an opportunity to, to win another championship? So I think a lot would be predicated on who it is that wants him, who would be willing to give him the kind of money that he would like to have. And then it's up to him to make his decision. And whatever he decides to do, I mean, hey, he gave the Warriors a lot for a lot of years. And as a fan, you should be grateful of that. Yep. And he has to do what he thinks is in the best interest of you know his family and himself. And you know, God bless him for that. I mean, I personally would like to, you know, hopefully he'll stay so the Warriors can maintain a high level of performance and, and still be a threat to challenge possibly for a championship. I mean, I it's, I, I still think, I mean, the guy that, I mean, I, I talked all about it last year. I mean, I, I think the guy that is just, I really love this guy. And you know who I'm talking about, right? Kevin Looney. I mean, Looney is just such I – mean, you want to talk about somebody who knows his role, accepts his role, and just goes out and shows up every game, and you know what you're going to get from him, and sometimes you get more. I mean, the guy is just – fun. I mean, I just love his attitude Same. and his approach to the game. I really Same. do. Uh, just terrific. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting – conundrum that the Warriors involved in right now and I, as I say because if if we if they don't get if they don't get everybody back and healthy and being able to play and and if they don't play better defense they're not going yes. to be champions I mean they're just not I mean I, I keep hearing some of these other guys on there the experts talking well yeah I think the Warriors have a great chance to doing it and blah 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 this 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 but you know talk about their defense
0: well, let's when we come back, let's talk about the defense. I also and you brought up. I'm glad you brought up Looney because I feel like there's a correlation there. Because uh, Kerr has, he's all in on on the Don Nelson small ball mentality. Uh, la- last night, for example, uh, your starting center was Draymond Green. Your starting power forward was Jonathan Kaminga, and the results re- result was you gave up 63 uh, first half points. I-, I don't I don't know if you can go this small consistently. Yeah, this is what Kerr's doing. I love Looney as a starter. I, I don't understand co- not starting him. I'd love to get your insights on those two questions, per, uh, and, and that maybe that ties directly in to defense. We'll we'll talk about that and so much more in just a minute. Uh, first, we talked about uh, you folks out there, or I'm sorry, talked about Rick Barry possibly being the the GM of the Warriors. Well, there's a new game out there. It's called Ultimate Pro Basketball GM, where anyone can play the role of a GM. I played it with my fellow Locked On colleagues. We're in a league together. It's addicting. You could take on the role of Bob Myers. Rick, I wish uh, some team would give you the chance to run an organization because you have one of the most brilliant minds I know, especially when it comes to basketball. But hey, look, if if you can't run a team of your own, at least you can play uh, the role of a GM with Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. And Locked On Warriors listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise if you use the promo code LOCKEDON in the game store. So, so make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probasketballgm.com. Scan the code that's showing right there at the bottom of the screen uh, or look it up on the app stores. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM, that's probasketballgm.com. Ultimate Basketball GM, start your dynasty today. Well, this. You are locked on, Warriors. Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Sorry that I'm we gonna, cut like, you off. I'm through. not going to be. I don't want to be GM. Okay, there's too much involved, and it's just it's a hell of a lot more than you think it is because of all of the crazy rules with the salary cap and how much money you have to spend. There. There's just so much more to it. Where I think that I was good at, yeah. And I can honestly say it's very few times that I was ever wrong about a player coming out of college or coming into the pros that, you know, became a much better player than I ever thought they were going to be. Uh, you know, nobody listened to me when I told them there were three Chinese guys that, that were big men that could play in the, in the NBA. When I came back from coaching a group of retired guys over in China, in my freaking mind. And we're talking about Yao Ming, Wang Jiji, and Minky played in the league. And I said, one of them's going to be pretty darn effective. And that was, of course, Yao because uh, I, 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 I understand talent. I understand guys. I understand what the difference is between a good player and a great player. And I, I have a pretty good idea of what to look for. So I, I will say, and I'll admit it firsthand, the guy that became way better than I ever thought he was going to be. And, and I, my hat goes, my hat goes off to you, uh, Sam Cassell, Sam Cassell <laughs> a really terrific player and played for many, many years. And cause I saw him at Florida state when he was, you know, when he was playing there and, uh, you know, one of my sons was playing in college at the time. And, uh, you know, I, I said I thought he could play, but I didn't realize he was going to become as good and as consistent a player as he was. But uh, anyway, uh, so, yeah, it should be fun if you want to do that and go ahead and be a GM, you know, you know, load down the game. What do you got to lose? You know, nothing. And, it's, not and, like, it's not like your job's on the line, you know.
0: <laughs> exactly. And, you're, and by the way, your hat uh, representing your alma mater, the University of Miami, both are alma maters are in the final four. My San Diego State Aztecs are also in there fascinating the the final four this is a whole new uh a, a n- whole new teams that we've, we're not accustomed to seeing this deep in March Madness uh you know Kevon Looney la- last night was not a starter for the Golden State Warriors uh Kerr went with the small ball lineup um he's fallen in love with Anthony Lamb a former two-way player converted uh to a guaranteed deal Lamb is 6-5 um yet he plays 17-18 sometimes tw- over 20 minutes a game uh what's your what's your theory on Kerr's infatuation with small ball? And do you like it?
1: Well, I mean, certainly it's worth trying, seeing what happens. I mean, to his credit, he realized it wasn't working very well in the first half <laughs> and he made the switch back and, Fair. you know, played the guys he needed to play to get back into the game. So Fair. it's the same type of thing. You have to be willing to try different things and you just don't fall in love with them to the point that, you know, you, you wind up having a divorce. You know, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeah, you give it a shot. See what happens. The thing I'm I'm happy about that I'm seeing him do, and I'm seeing and what I like, and we've talked about this before. I felt the Warriors for this season needed to have, and I and I thought it, I thought it was you know going to be all of their guys, all of their good traffic, you know, Wiseman, Kaminga. And Moody, and, you know, and 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 Moody, but that that hasn't happened. But Kaminga is finally getting the time to get mm. the minutes. He's really starting to do some really exciting things. His athleticism, he still can pass and see the floor. Uh, he's knocking his threes down a lot better. And so, if he continues to improve at this rate. That's going to be huge for the team. That's why I want to see Draymond still stay. I still think they got with Stefan all and Clay. I still think they have a couple more really good years to be able to compete and all if they can add some other pieces. Mm-hmm. And they, The Wiseman thing didn't pan out, so hopefully they'll find somebody else. But I, I don't necessarily think that Lamb is the answer, You know, and he does a nice job at times and you know, knocks down some shots and works his tail off and tries to play well. But you know, I still think they gotta find another they gotta find somebody with some size somewhere. I mean, what they're doing is pretty remarkable, but that's that's playing with fire. I mean, you know, because you're gonna go up against some teams with some really good people that they have to play against. And same thing, if they have to play Sacramento,
0: you know, who's gonna guard Sabonis? (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> well, it's going to be Draymond probably, but I, I just yeah. it makes me, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Sense.
1: They got to go. They're going to try to go that route, but, you know, Looney will go and play well on him. But I mean,
0: yeah.
1: you know, it'd be nicer if you had, you know, have somebody that really could be a, a, a bigger influence on him because I mean, as much as Draymond does, I mean, he doesn't have the size. You know, and Sabonis is a nice player. He got the good he, shot. And I mean, boy, fantastic. I tell you people needed to see his father when if people here never saw his father healthy. I did,
0: yeah, I did. Yeah, but I understand. No, no, you, was didn't see, no
1: you didn't see him healthy when he was playing overseas before he came here. Oh, he no, was a shadow. Not, right. He was a shadow of himself coming here. Really? Oh what yeah. Changed. He had two major car he had two major Achilles operations. Before he came to the NBA? Before he came to the United States. Wow. Cyrus, I saw him play. I broadcasted it so this guy was unbelievable. He was a great, great player. Before he was
0: I remember him being great in the NBA. I you can't know, imagine he, what he was. Yeah, he was a shadow of himself. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, there you go. That's, that's, okay. speaking of this-
1: I'm not going to go ahead and try to second guess anything. I told you I won't second guess Steve Kerr or Bob Myers and what they're doing. They've done a terrific job with this team over the years. You know, I had I mean, you nitpick if you're going to try to find some things. Hey, he's trying to do what he thinks can do, but that's, hey, he's a critic. Hey, it didn't work. Okay. They gave up 60. Well, let's get back. Well, they only gave up, what, 49 in the second half. That's true. Right? That's true.
0: Yeah, okay. they did. I, I, I look, and in and, and all honesty, you're absolutely right. The, the, the those two have done one of the greatest jobs in the history of this game. Uh, it's just this year. I, I don't know if it's a divide between those two. There's just something off this year, and, and it's definitely. I, I think. Would you agree, Rick? Regardless of your your success in the past, if they are a head coach of a team, you're you're susceptible to criticism. Am I not? I mean, is that wrong? Well, is that fair? What do you of think? Of course, of course. Okay. You're right.
1: susceptible to criticism as a player.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of the territory, right? So, and, and again, so and like, for example, Jermichael Green, he's six, nine. I feel like he could be serviceable out there and he's DNP'd and we, we, he only played garbage time. The last game, two games ago when he actually got a run of 14 minutes, he put up 12 points was two for three from beyond the arc. He had six rebounds in 14 minutes. Uh you know, I, it's just a lot of stuff going on that just doesn't make sense. And I just well, wish. Here's the
1: thing. A lot of times it happens to be also who you're playing against and who the matchup is. That's right, why, right. that's where a coach really comes into his assistance. Knowing The matchups, knowing how he plays and knowing, because now they do this analytical stuff, how does he play against certain people? And against certain people, maybe he plays a lot better, and that's why you use him more in those situations. But all of that stuff is so sophisticated now when it comes down to the scouting aspect of it. And that's all part of the decisions and why they're being made. And so we're not privy to all of that. And so you just see a guy go out and do this. And then next thing you know, he doesn't play in the next game. And you go, what the hell? He just got 18 points next. Yes. He's not playing. Yes. But maybe he's playing against a team where he doesn't play well against them. Yeah. Or that guy he matched up against, he's never done well against him. So you're going and doing something else as opposed to because of the information that you receive from your
0: scouts and from all the analytics. So yeah. it's a lot more complicated, folks, than you think it is. Okay. Which makes you wonder as well just how big of an impact Mike Brown leaving did have, right? I mean, because I think that was a lot of his responsibility was. Well, yeah, managing- but,
1: but but wait a second. Let's just talk about that. I mean, come on. He was there because what? His defense. Hell, he's he got was the most crit. explosive offensive team since in, in 60 years at yeah. Sacramento, and his team sucks defensively.
0: <laughs> that is true. That is true. But then, so the so Warriors. That out. They both do. Maybe, maybe both. more of the off, maybe more of the offense rubbed off on Mike Brown than the defense. Quite possibly. Do you? Uh, do you have time? Do you have five more minutes, or do you have to run, Rick? What, what's? No, I got? really
1: got to go. I got people waiting for me. If I got some pick them all set up, and they moved it back a little earlier, and uh, it's always good to talk to you. No, do you think Before talk you go, before you go,
0: real quick though, uh, one more time, let's promote the Miked Up app again. The Rick Barry Show. You could first of all, the Rick Berry Show is available on YouTube. Uh, it, it, just go subscribe to it. It's at Rick Barry's house. Uh, we're available on all podcast platforms and the Rick Berry Show, the broadcast live on the mic up app. Is there anything you'd like to add to that, sir? Uh, it's, you know, the. the well, there's the- just
1: people, if they know, if they're worried about themselves, they want to get unbelievable, uh, you know, product sleeves, the Go Sleeves, go sleeves.com. Uh, RB24 is the code. Amazing product with Kinesio tape built in. So just check it out and this, the site will speak for itself. Same thing with Leaf. You know, there's all kinds of great products there that we have, and we've changed the name of one of the products that's there with another company, and uh, and it's uh, Ultimate Repair X, And uh, that's the amazing cannabinoid products. And then when you go to the MediciLeaf.com, M-E-D-I-C-I-L-E-A-F.com, you put the code RB24, you get a great discount. Uh, and personally, I use this stuff every day of my life. Wow. There like, I'm know. getting ready to go play pickleball. I'm hanging up here, I'm going and I'm putting some of that cream on my back, on my elbow, getting ready to go out and play. And then I do it again after I'm done with my shower. So check it out. I've seen miraculous things happen for people. So uh, I, I know this stuff works and hopefully it'll work for you as well. It's worked for me and so many others. So all the oh, heck best. You're, to you're, literally,
0: you're literally a pickleball champion, sir. And so it works. It definitely works. And uh, follow Rick Barry on all social media platforms at Rick24Barry. Have fun out there, sir. Happy birthday again. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to come on. Thank you. God bless everybody. Go Warriors and go Canes. Yeah, there you go. There you go, sir. And that is NBA Hall of Famer Rick Barry uh, here on Locked On Warriors. Uh, one final segment uh, after, uh, give some love first. Let me pull up the graphic here to uh, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network, and that's FanDuel. Um, and, and the copy I have right here with March Madness uh, in full swing. As we just talked about a moment ago, Rick Barry's alma mater, the University of Miami. Uh, where's the Miami University? Well, whatever it is. And San Diego State University, my alma mater. They're both in the Final Four. The tournament's heating up, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1 thousand dollars that's up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win just go to fanduel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet then you can wager on everything from the money line point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net go aztecs aztec for life all on an app that's safe secure and super easy to use so don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join fanduel today just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up, make every moment more with FanDuel. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts we're wrapping it up here it's just me solo now uh sorry folks the hall of famer had to run he, he just celebrated his 79th birthday and the fact that he's going to play pickleball right now the fact that he is a champion in pickleball he competes in real tournaments folks uh they split it up in age groups so he's not playing against like 30 year olds obviously but for his age group and more times than not he's the oldest one yet he's still winning he's still holding up medals and trophies and so a champion going strong still at 79 hall of famer nba top 50 player rick barry uh can't thank him again and, and talk about a bombshell he dropped there at the beginning of the show uh according to what rick's hearing andrew wiggins is coming back soon so uh that's some fantastic news because i agree wholeheartedly with rick Barry's sentiments that if andrew wiggins is not back and he's not a part of this team in the postseason i don't know if you can count on this team uh winning a championship let alone even making a run um he wickens is that important i mean it's easy to forget that he was the second best player on the on a team last year that won the world championship the hardest accomplishment and the most important accomplishment in competitive sports so again so if that's true uh and and look rick is connected as as well as anyone that is fantastic news uh and i think a lot of us are stoked uh, if that happens um, you know, I wanted to, and I wanted to, if we had more time, I would have gone back and forth a little bit. Uh, I totally understand what Rick's saying. And he's also in a delicate position. He talks to the Warriors a lot. So he has to limit himself in terms of critique. I get it. Um, but you know, one question I would have had is, okay, I, I understand that with each game comes different substitution patterns and different opponents require maybe different matchups. Um, but certain players are getting consistent minutes game after game. Uh, I don't see the consistency with Jonathan Kaminga. I really wish it, there was a consistent rotation for him there where at least he knew every game he was going to get 25, 30 minutes a game. Uh, instead, some games like last night, he, he'll get 30. And, and as I've mentioned on the show repeatedly, since the new year, uh, when Kaminga plays 70, when I'm sorry, when Kaminga plays 25 or more minutes per game, the Warriors win over 70% of the time. And when he plays 20 or less minutes, they lose. Over seventy percent of the time, that number is muddled when he's in the twenty to twenty-five minute range. But the point is, when Kaminga plays, good things happen. And last night, again, he, he put up thirty minutes. He, uh, he played thirty minutes. He was playing outstanding defense. Uh, he he literally had a perfect field goal percentage, both from the field and three-point percentage. He shot a hundred percent. Absolutely incredible. So, I, at a minimum, I really do wish that Jonathan Kaminga would get that consistency uh in terms of minutes um because he i i I just i'm sorry i personally believe coming is that good and and so uh it it just makes me wonder why at least coming is not getting that that run why moses moody i mean moody played two minutes last night that's it and i don't understand just that you know i don't i don't understand Jamichael green uh who again like when he like two three games two games ago uh, this was the home game against Philadelphia when he played 14 minutes. They won that game. I mean, he, his contributions led to a victory. And then when he was held out uh, against Minnesota, they, you know, they lost. So, but regardless, they won last night. And I think most importantly, um, Andrew Wiggins might be come back. That's that's a, a huge bombshell that Rick Barry just dropped. So we'll find out if that's true or not. Uh, but uh, again, thank you so much for the Hall of Fame, Rick Barry. Thank you to all of you for tuning in. And tomorrow. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, uh, we'll announce when our next live show is going to be. Kylan Mills uh, will be joining me for Thursday's show and for Friday, uh, a post-game show after the San Antonio Spurs game, uh, which is huge, just like every remaining game is huge. Because right now in the standings, uh, the Golden State Warriors are sixth. They hold a half-game lead over the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, they don't own the tiebreaker over the Minnesota Timberwolves currently. That That's going to rely on conference record. And the Timberwolves' next matchup, interestingly enough, uh, is tonight. We're recording this on Wednesday, March 29th. So this evening, they will play the Phoenix Suns. And if they lose that game, the Warriors will hold a, lead, a one-game lead over them. And it will also help because that also means the Minnesota Timberwolves lose a conference game. Uh, Minnesota's conference record right now is 27-20. and 20. Golden State's conference record is 26-21. and 21. That's where the tiebreaker goes to next because the two teams split the season series. Uh, so tonight's Timberwolves Suns game is huge, and because of the fact that the Suns hold technically a two-game lead of the Warriors, they have a one-game lead on the standings. But the Suns own the tiebreaker outright because they won the head-to-head over the Golden State Warriors. So they really hold a two-game lead. So the fourth seed, which is what the Suns currently have, it might be asking for a lot. Um, so maybe for tonight's game, I think the the, the rooting interest is going to fall more so. On Phoenix to beat Minnesota, so that Golden State at least starts to develop a cushion between the sixth and seventh seed. Golden State right now is sixth at forty and thirty-seven. Minnesota right now is seventh at thirty-nine and thirty-seven. And then Golden State is just a, a half game behind the LA Clippers for the fifth seed. Uh, that is still, I think, very attainable. Um, and then Minnesota's scheduled to, to wrap things up. They play at Phoenix Friday. They're at home against the Lakers. Sunday, they're at home against the Trailblazers. Then they're at Brooklyn, uh, which outside of wins and losses will not bear much because that's not a conference opponent. And and then Minnesota finishes up the season at San Antonio and at home versus uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, The LA Clippers, who currently hold hold a half game lead uh, over the Golden State Warriors right now. And what's the tiebreaker between those two teams is going to come down to divisional record because those two teams are both in the same division. Uh, and so right now that the Clippers, they're going to play the Memphis Grizzlies tonight that follows up immediately with another game at Memphis. Again, that's Friday. Uh, then since Saturday, they play at new Orleans. So that's a huge three game stretch for them. Then they come home to play the Lakers and the trailblazers. And then they finish out the season at Phoenix. That is a, that is a difficult schedule that I think uh, could lead to the Warriors still aiming for that fifth seed. If that's what they want, as opposed to the sixth seed, because uh another thing to keep in mind if the warriors finish sixth they likely play the sacramento kings in the first round uh which means less travel as draymond green alluded to when uh the other day on his podcast or an interview i can't remember where he said it but draymond green said he prefers playing the kings and at first people were appalled when he said that because they thought he was alluding to the kings being a weaker opponent than someone else but then he quickly added it's because of the lack of travel uh they would just be riding a bus back and forth for those games so um so that's how it's going to go because the Sacramento Kings right now are pretty much locked into the three seed. they are three games behind the Grizzlies for the two seed. So Sacramento will likely finish three. And you have to wonder if that's what the golden state warriors ultimately want, because if the warriors finish as a six seed, they will likely place uh, Sacramento in the first round, as opposed to Phoenix, uh, who seems uh, pretty much set on getting that four seed. If they can continue winning games. Cause again, they own the tiebreaker over golden state. Uh, and then so if the 3-6 ends up being that first round matchup, Kings and Warriors, and the Warriors advance past that, then the Warriors would play the winner of the 2-7 matchup, which right now would be Memphis and Minnesota. And the Warriors proved a year ago they can beat Memphis. Um, That's an opponent that they have plenty of experience against. And that's a path that they can find success in, especially if Wiggins comes back and then that will lead up to the Western Conference Finals which the, where the opponent will most likely be Denver, although the Clippers could also surprise people, especially if Paul George comes back. So that's the playoff outlook for you right now. It's, it's coming down, five games remaining. Uh, and again, we'll have you uh, locked in and everything right here with Locked on Warriors. Thanks again to Rick Barry for joining me. We'll be back at it tomorrow with uh, Kyla Mills. Uh, again, follow the program on Twitter at Locked on Dubs. Uh, to get more information regarding uh, uh, when we're recording, because usually Colin and I like to go live. And then Friday night, uh, we'll have a live post-game show, Friday Night Live, immediately following the Warriors and Spurs at Chase Center. Thank you to all the famer Rick Barry. Uh, again, the Rick Barry Show is available on YouTube. Uh, please subscribe if you have not already. Uh, it's at Rick Barry's House. That is the name of the program uh, on YouTube. Um, and then download the mic Up app that is where the rick berry show broadcasts live so please follow us there if uh if, if if you're interested um otherwise that is it thank you again to everyone see you tomorrow